Greetings and welcome to my podcast, Why So Political? I'm your host, Neha Yadavali, a high schooler from the United States. My goal with this podcast is to open people's eyes to real issues our world faces. Regardless of your views, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Why So Political? This episode delves into relatively mature topics. Viewer discretion is advised. Before I begin, I just want to say that I really dislike true crime. It never sits well with me, and for good reason. I think it's the fact that true crime is real, like these horrible things actually happened. It just makes me incredibly depressed. I mean, every single day, without fail, we all wake up to devastating accounts and broadcasts of misdeeds and felonies. And I'm just being straight out with this, we need to accept the world for what it is. Unacceptable. The start, if you will, of the timeline of events would be June of 2021. Gabby and Brian embark on their cross-country road trip. They want to go to the west coast, visit family, and have a fun time. I mean, this seems like a fairly normal desire, especially after the coronavirus. A good amount of us have been starved of traveling. So, for the first couple months of the trip, everything seems to be going fairly normal, and Gabby is in contact with their family. Fast forward to August 12th in Utah. Gabby and Brian have their first encounter with police after the two get into a physical altercation following an argument. No one was charged for any crime, no reports were filed, and Gabby and Brian seem to continue on with their trip. Other than Brian making a fairly quick detour to Florida to pick up some supplies and close the storage unit, all seems fine until August's end. Let's zone in on August 27th. The location is Jackson, Wyoming, and Gabby and Brian were dining in the Mary Piglet's Tex-Mex restaurant, and some witnesses claimed that the couple had gotten into yet another emotional altercation. After this, the timeline of events are slightly murky, but it's believed that Gabby was in Grand Teton National Park, and until August 30th, She seemed to be keeping tabs with her family, you know, communicating on a fairly normal basis. The last time Gabby messaged her parents was on August 30th, but her parents don't believe that it was actually Gabby who sent the text. Now, here is when things get really confusing. On August 29th, still in Wyoming, Brian allegedly gets a ride from a random couple. Hitchhiking, he claims that he was camping alone while his girlfriend was staying in the van. He stopped hitchhiking with the couple near the Jackson Dam. From here, he hitchhiked with a different person to Spread Creek, and this is the location which later held Gabby's remains. Brian returns home on September 1st. On September 11th, Gabby Petito was reported missing by her family in New York. 
Around September 17th, the FBI gets involved. I would like to say that during this time, there is vast media coverage. And there still is media coverage of the case to this day. Currently, no final verdict has been reached as to who killed Gabby Petito, but her death has been ruled as a homicide. Before I go any further, I send my heart out to Gabby's family and I truly wish with all my heart that she gets the justice that she deserves. Before going into some statistics, I would like to make it clear that I am not in any way trying to take away from the absolute terrors and gravity of the Gabby Petito case. That is not my goal in the slightest. I am only just trying to raise awareness. In Wyoming, in the past 10 years, 710 indigenous people have gone missing. These reports took place in 22 out of 23 counties. A little less than 60% of the missing people are female. Before you ask, no. For these 710 people, there has not been extensive media coverage. And no. For these 710 people, there has not been FBI involvement. At this time, I would like to state the fact that, in case you didn't already know, Gabby Petito was a white woman. There was a statistic I read on the Salt Lake Tribune that I found incredibly intriguing, and I quote, 11% of missing indigenous people were found within a day. 50% were found within a week, and 21% were missing for 30 days or longer. Only 11% of white people remained missing for that long. Furthermore, 30% of indigenous homicide victims made the news, compared to 51% of white victims. Just 18% of the murders of indigenous women and girls were reported in newspapers. To those who say that institutional racism or systemic racism is not real, let me ask you some questions. Why is it that when a white woman goes missing, her story is immediately brought to light but when an indigenous woman goes missing, there is little to no media coverage. Why is it that when a white woman goes missing, the FBI readily get involved, but when an indigenous woman goes missing, the FBI seems to turn a blind eye? Institutionalized racism is defined as, and I quote, a form of racism that is embedded in the laws and regulations of a society or an organization. It manifests as discrimination in areas such as criminal justice, employment, housing, healthcare, education, and political representation. Look, I'm not trying to say that Gabby Petito did not deserve the media coverage she got, 
Her case truly did. And like I said before, I truly wish she gets justice. I am only saying that this same media coverage and FBI involvement should have been, and should be, applied to cases that don't just deal with white people. If we are to say that the United States is truly a just and fair country, we cannot still let our systems be a breeding ground for systemic racism. I am fully aware that this episode was incredibly downcast, and I'm sure we all want to live in a world where everything is fair and lovely, but we can't do that if we don't accept our current state of being. That concludes this episode of Why So Political. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to my take. I know this episode was incredibly heavy, but I truly appreciate your time. If you like what you heard, I highly encourage you to come back next week. A new episode drops every Monday at 8. Live long and prosper. Sincerely, Neha Yadavali.